I got my notes. I'm ready to go. I've been chomping at the bit all day, Larry. I don't even know what notes you need. Um, after watching the parade this morning, what did they say Dallas had? Uh, 250,000 yeah, 250, fans showed up for Dallas. In Vancouver, obviously, they don't know how to lose or celebrate right. It was an embarrassment for that franchise. It, not them directly, but the fans and how they behave. But Boston, once again, covered itself with class. I think it's because we're used to parades. That's what it is. This isn't our first rodeo. We're used to parades. This was this was this was unbelievable, and I think there's so many memories. And and I what I really like about this is I have a feeling that this topic, this Bruins topic, will last until at least Monday. Dennis and Callahan will probably recap it. It might even go into Monday. And then people will transition on to the Red Sox and other things. My complaint has always been in the past is that we were in such a hurry to then quickly move on to the next sport rather than savor the moment. And I think today, I hope people call. I hope they recall memorable moments and games and in these playoff series, the Montreal, the Philadelphia, the Tampa, and then the Vancouver. I just hope we really spend the day just it, it just really cherishing this moment because as you know you know before these you know the the, the the last 10 years and these teams have been spoiling us it wasn't always like this is that why you brought that cooler next to you yes i did i'm gonna sit on a on a, <laughs> a, a chest of ice the whole time it's a really big one you must it have is. enough for chris and i thank you too what you got over there is I, it my beverage of a, choice when we open it up and wish see i had there? a cooler <laughs> No, but really, though, and I think, obviously, I, I want to hear your opinion on things, and we want to hear from people who were at the parade and what it was like, and I just think there were so many memorable moments, and to me, I don't, unlike some, and you have a right to do it if you want to in terms of rating which one was the most exciting between the Red Sox and the Patriots and the Celtics and the Bruins, I think they all have their own special qualities to them, and that's the way I feel. Well... Here's a couple of things I'm excited about today, Larry. As always, I'm excited to be sitting next to you talking some Boston That's sports. That's your first lie, but okay. go ahead. All right, yeah. let me keep lying. Yeah. <laughs> uh, here's what else I'm excited about. Dale and, and uh, Buck came in here, right? Yep. And they gave us what what we love about them, perspective. They're two guys that have been in this town for a long time, like you and I, that are able to give some perspective. And I thought they both did a phenomenal job. Buck had a great column on Char this morning. Did you hear Dale in the first hour? Cheers, uh little audio blog that he did about the Bruins no, and I paying didn't. tribute to other guys. It was really, really good. I'm serious. I, I may see, if, uh, Chris, if we can find that. It was really, really good. Dale went on for about three or four minutes and talked about most of the significant players on this team, but related, for example, Sagan to what Joe Thornton couldn't do as a young guy. Related. Mm. It was it was just really, really good. And uh, and coming from Dale, I know how passionate he is about it. It was really good. Well, because yeah, unfortunately, it's one of those local sports where, in my opinion, you have two great hockey announcers. Jack Edwards, to me, I, I love the guy. I, th- I love his passion. I think he's great. But Dale obviously went through so many different things with this team for years, and he was just the, the voice of the Bruins as well. Um, so certainly he was the, the appropriate guy to have here today. And Buckley, by the way, had a great column, I thought, yesterday um, on, when he mentioned Harry Sinden, Harry Sinden and stuff. I, I do think it's it's great. To, this should be a day to be very positive and not negative about anybody. Well, here's what I'm excited about. We're going to throw to that uh, Dale, um, Dale little trip down memory lane in just a little bit anyway. 
Um, here's what I'm excited about, though, Larry. So Dale and Buck came in, but the parade was going on. So here's the thing. We get to talk to the people that were at the parade. We're the first ones sitting on this wall that get to talk to those people, getting in their cars and remind them to be safe on the drive home, uh, but also to give us a perspective they were there about what went on. And to your point, here's the, here's the thing that that I think about this. Peter Gammon said this. I don't want, I want to give him full credit. I was watching the Red Sox pregame last night, and Peter was giving his perspective on the Bruins winning the Cup compared to the Red Sox and the Patriots and all this. And he said something which really made me think about hockey in New England. You could make the argument. Now, here's what I'm saying, that hockey in New England is the most popular sport. I heard Bob Ryan say that, by the way, is as it, well. But you could make that argument, meaning that meaning this. The Red Sox, the Patriots, and the Celtics, I think everybody would agree, especially when you sit here and take calls, you know this, are numbers one, two, and three, no matter how you want to rank it. Especially the Red Sox history, Patriots championships, what they did here, and then you get the Celtics with the big new big three. The Bruins have always been number four, but when you talk about sports and you add in New England and you add in Mike Ruzioni and you add in youth hockey, you add in what Bobby Orr did and all the rinks that were built after BU, that. BU, Boston College is Gr- great the, success. The emergence of girls' high school hockey around here. I yeah. mean, hockey is just – so to me, I just wanted to offer this. That parade to me was as much about the Bruins as it was about hockey in New England. Because and, and I've been fortunate enough to work in both Minnesota and Michigan. And when you look at New England, Minnesota, and Michigan, those are the hockey hotbeds of this country. And I saw an, a very interesting stat today. There are only three American-born players on this Bruins Stanley Cup team. Yet we're embracing this team like no other. Yeah. Tim Thomas is the only significant one. The other two are uh, Kampfler. I say significant. That they, they were in the I know series. What you mean. Yeah. And the other kid, I can't even remember his name. Imagine I didn't know that. I didn't know that until I saw that stat. I think Channel Seven put it up. I only three it, American-born players on this because team. Because I think hockey transcends that. I think people get beyond that. I I think it's important. But I think people get beyond that. When you put that sweater on, you're one of ours. And I yeah. think that's the way people feel. Yeah, about the laundry it. thing. You're right, Larry. Yeah. Absolutely right. But but don't you agree that when you do compare, when you do compare the parades and the celebrations, this is different. We all said it would be different if it was the cup. You add in the the I don't know what the word is, the the, the sexiness, the uh the cup has a certain provocativeness to it, doesn't it? It has a certain seductive. It's well, first seductive. of all, I can't see people running down the street with the Super Bowl trophy. Right. I mean, hockey, is there's just a freeness to it where these guys are carrying the thing down the streets of New right. York for the Today Show, and then they're, they're running along the bus, passing the trophy from one to the other. There's just an open freeness, refreshingness. And as you know, you cover all the sports. That, that hockey players have and bring to the table. Oh, they're different. They're they just really different. are. And you they're could they're tell more today, down to earth in I general. think the timing today was absolutely perfect. I think Dale and Buck said it best. Like, the Bruins just adopted millions of new hockey fans under the age of 15. Right. They, like, the marketing, they've got their marketing audience for the next 10 years. How often do we talk about that a lot of these games and things are so late at night, kids are in bed, and they can't see it. But to Saturday morning, you had families out there. Beautiful day. God blessed us with a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful day. And everybody could bring their kids. It was a family celebration. Yeah. It wasn't just a hockey fan. It was a family celebration. Well, while we sit here, Larry Johnson and myself, Butch Stearns, uh, we remind you that, uh, yes, we've got five hours to talk about it. But we want to talk about it with you. 617-779-0850 is the number. Uh, texts at 850-850. Here's the first one. Cup equals majesty. 
Okay, that's your word. I call it seductive. To me, there's something seductive. I feel like Medusa looking at the heads, and I'm going to turn to stone looking at the snakes when I look at the cup. Uh, 888-525-0850. I hope I'm not going to turn to stone. Is that a bad Bible reference? No. <laughs> Pound W-E-I on your Verizon <laughs> cell phone. Didn't he turn to stone? Who? Medusa, when he looked at the snakes. I don't know. Are you thinking of Raiders of the Lost Ark? <laughs> maybe, maybe it was uh, Greek, Greek mythology, mythology and not Bible exactly. prophecy. I don't know. Yeah, I, told you, I begged you to go to Sunday school class, and you wouldn't do <laughs> it's it. It's Saturday. Yeah. Uh, Bruins if Nation. you looked at Medusa's face, you turned to stone. Oh, is that what it was? Yeah, come on, Butch. So That's if you looked at Medusa's face, you turned yeah, to stone? Yeah, her face was made of snakes. If oh. you looked at her face, you turned to stone. And that was Greek mythology. Yes. But you know the texts are going to come flying in right now and give me all kinds of the Greek not Stuff. today. Today's a nice day. People should be kind today. Well, I would love to hear from people. The parade is wrapping I up I want to hear right about now. the parade. I, I really do. Because uh, Nesson, this morning before the parade, they played uh, part of the Montre- one of the Montreal games. I'm telling you, we, we'll talk about it. There are so many marketing ideas out there off the hook. I wish I had a license to some of these things. But can you imagine the DVD when it comes out capturing the Bruins season? Remember that Montreal game where they dropped the puck yes. and there were fights? Yeah. I mean, it's just an unbelievable season. Merchandising. Somebody got to come out with a hat or has got the license to put all four teams on the hat, really and truly, right. in, in a T-shirt with all four teams. Well, I got to tell you, honestly, this morning I was following the parade when it started on Twitter, and people were tweeting out picture upon picture. And, the, and several people, different people, tweeted out this one picture. Do you remember a couple of years ago when they had all four championship trophies at Fenway Park? And they tweeted out, they yeah, they had all four of them on a table right. sitting at Fenway. They had the uh, the Stanley Cup, the Vince Lombardi Trophy, they had the Larry O'Brien Trophy, and the World Series Trophy. And they're all there. And several different people tweeted it out, which I thought was perfect because this is the day to do that. So six one seven 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 nine zero eight fifty. You're already lining up on the phone lines. It's Butch Stearns and Larry Johnson. We're here till six o'clock today. Krista Turk taking your phone calls along with Matt. Uh, 888-525-0850, pound W-E-E-I on your Verizon cell phones, and text at 850-850. Uh, the mystique is the word you were looking for, Butch, one texter says. I'll agree with that. Another one says, definitely Greek mythology, Butch, not Bible studies. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, not that we need it because it's kind of condescending Bible studies? to put it in this con- oh. no, context. But, you know, a tip of the cap, seriously, to Boston fans. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I had like Especially I, when you I, look at what a, happened a million in fans, and it was it just seemed like everybody was there for the right purpose and to have the right. And I know t- ten o'clock in the morning, eleven o'clock, certainly you're going to get better behavior. But still, it was class. And um, uh, Mayor, you should be proud of the fans of Boston and how they represented. All right, right to the phones we'll go. One more text to read that says, um, "That's what it says." No, the uh, Will Tuka Rask's name be on the cup. Uh, Matt texted that. Why in. wouldn't it? Well, the, to be clear, the NHL is a rule that you have to play 41 games in the NHL uh, or in a season, or you have to play one game in the Stanley Cup final to have your name really? on the cup. Yes. And now Peter Shirelli has um, has petitioned the league about Mark Savard and— um, Well, Savard is obvious. Who am I forgetting? Mark Savard and somebody else that—oh, Kampfler, that played less than 41 games about their significance of being on the cup. So we'll see how that turns that out. You ready to go ridiculous. to the calls? Okay. Larry? Sure. Plenty of people texting me and letting know Butchie. Her hair was made, <laughs> Medusa's hair was made of snakes. And if you looked at the snakes, you turned to stone. Thank you for correcting me. It's a Butchieism. What do you want me That's to do? That's what happened to the twins in Vancouver. Every time they looked at Chara, they turned to stone. 